Hello, Bettys. Welcome to the show. Before we get to our guest today, I just wanted to let you know that we have such an epic list of guests coming up in March. We are talking about menopause. We're talking about autoimmunity. We're talking about muscle building. We're talking about recovery practices. And I don't want you to miss any of it. Even if you are listening to the podcast, you may not necessarily be subscribed. So you're going to have to manually go into your podcast app and press play. I would love for you to hit that subscribe button so that you are getting the podcast as they are released. It's going to make me oh so happy to know that you are a subscriber of the pod. You are officially a Betty in the Bettyverse. And of course, you are never going to miss an episode and be the first to know when it drops. Thank you so much. Hey, Betties. Welcome to the Better Podcast. It's your host, Dr. Stephanie. It is geeky magic time where I step away from the interviews and just talk to you. It's just going to be me and you today. And these episodes, I'm going to bring you personal insights, frequently asked questions, topic du jour in a more condensed, quick, and actionable way. I go hard on the geek, wrap it up with sprinkles and magic for you to do and be better. All right. All right. The world is getting ready to go back to school. And I wanted to do a little mini episode here on the immune system and how we can be building up the resilience and the uh, the immune system of our children so that they can be healthy and thrive at school. And I know that Wherever you are listening to this in the world, there is going to be a stark difference in terms of what school is going to look like this year versus last year. But I wanted to take a moment to talk about the immune system and how we can be improving cellular grit, cellular resiliency, and building up both, uh, and, but in particular, the cell-mediated uh, response that our immune system has because we have two distinct branches of the immune system. One is the cell-mediated and the other is the humoral. And for our kids, I think that you know health starts and ends in the kitchen, but there are going to be a lot of things that I want to share with you. What I am doing for my kids right now, so we are about a month out or so uh, from a little less than that uh, from school starting. So I am starting some of these protocols now and I wanted to share them with you. I am a huge fan of the Bio Optimizers Magnesium Breakthrough. It has seven forms of magnesium, which is going to help to transform your stress and your performance and your recovery and your sleep to the next level. I'm often asked like, well, what are the types of magnesium we should be looking for? So there's magnesium chelate and citrate and bisglycinate and malate, sucrosomial, taurate and orotate. They have various effects on the body. Bisglycinate, probably the most bioavailable and most absorbable. Malate, it's found naturally in fruits, helps with migraines. Chronic pain has been shown to help improve depression. Magnesium citrate uh, helps with arterial stiffness. It helps with maintaining a healthy weight. Magnesium chelate is important for muscle building, recovery and health. The list goes on and on. You're basically getting them all in one supplement. Each supplement itself is 500 milligrams of magnesium, which I feel is such a great dosage as a great baseline for most women. I have found a beautiful medium of actually cycling my magnesium. So I actually will take one or two of these. So I'm either getting 500 milligrams or up to a gram of magnesium, depending on where I am in my cycle. So head on over to biooptimizers.com forward slash better and use code better for 10% off of any order, but make sure that the magnesium breakthrough is in your cart. 
don't be fooled by the frigid temperatures. Keeping hydrated in the wintertime is super important. In colder temperatures, we sweat more due to a higher metabolic demand of trying to maintain a core body temperature. We lose more fluids and electrolytes through our urine. We lose more water through respiration and just general breathing. And our skin dries out in the wintertime as well. We are a ski family, and over this winter, we have been using Elementee's Chocolate Medley. The chocolate chai is absolutely incredible with some boiling water, a splash of milk. And my kids love the chocolate mint with some hot water. This is our apres-ski. We cozy up with Element Hot After Hours on our cross-country trails. Now, for a limited time, you too can get the Element Tea Chocolate Medley and enjoy them hot, as I have been doing, with this exclusive insider bundle for you. When you buy three boxes of any flavor, it doesn't have to be the chocolate, it can be any of the flavors that they offer, you are going to get the fourth box free. If you head over to drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Estima, you'll see that exclusive offer at the bottom of the page. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash D-R-E-S-T-I-M-A. And tell me which of the chocolate, Melody, you love the best. So first couple things, the immune system is multi-layered, right? So it is very much a whole bunch of different systems. So not only is the immune system our respiratory system, and of course, that is very true. The respiratory system, when we think about it, it is the, you know, the mouth, the lungs, the pharynx, the larynx, the trachea, these all take in um, oxygen and they expel carbon. But the immune system is also our lymphatic system, which is a network of uh, nodes, uh, vessels, and tissues that, that transport the lymph fluid through the body. Of course, the skin is part of our immune system. This is the largest organ in the body. And of course, it serves as a barrier to our external environment. And then we have little uh, less known parts of the immune system like our lymphocytes. So these are small white blood cells that seek out and destroy the bad guys like the, uh, the invading organism or the aggressive uh, you know, pathogen. The spleen, which is basically the storage form of, uh, which stores white blood cells and platelets, uh, also assists in filtering blood. And the gut, so the microbiome. So we know that there are many, many different kinds of bacteria, other organisms, of course, that make up the gut microbiome. And whenever we're thinking about the microbiome, I always like to think about it as uh, when we're thinking about uh, pathogens uh, or just bacteria and viruses, we always want to be thinking about like active and passive, like nothing's really good or bad. It's just whether or not a bacteria or a parasite or whatever has the is, is given the environment for it to become opportunistic and to become more active to create chaos. So with that little immunity 101, some of the things that are really important for a child's immune system, and these are practices that uh, I'm employing at the house for my boys, is allowing them to get dirty. And I know in this Lysol you know, world, it is very hard to hear that. And even if you have your kids and they're playing outside and they come home with like muck all over them and like my kids come home with like dirt uh, in their fingernails and you know, they're sort of all muddied up because they've been you know, doing whatever they're doing. But that's actually really, really 
a great strategy for helping the immune system to continue to be robust in the same way that if you're if you don't ever do squats or if you don't ever do bicep curls the muscle is going to atrophy from disuse getting or allowing our children to be dirty is also going to keep the immune system working and it's going to develop its strength so i really love when my kids, and this is a rule in our house, when it's sunny, they're outside. I will usually, you know, just like my parents when I was young, it was like, you got to come come home when the lights are out. And of course, um, we, we're not that strict. And that's usually they're playing in the backyard because they're young and I can keep an eye on them. But I want them playing outside for hours and hours. One, of course, playing outside, they're going to get lots of natural vitamin D, so vitamin D sulfate from the sun. They're going to get lots of fresh air and uh, they're going to be physically active. All of those things are very well uh, considered in developing uh, a healthy immune system. So getting dirty, lots of time outside. And the other thing, I'm not sure how this is going to play out this year, to be honest, but one of the best things that we can do with our children is allow them to spend time with other kids. Because, and if any of you ever remember when you put your child first in junior kindergarten or preschool or whatever, all of a sudden they started getting sick, right? And that's actually a good thing. That is because their immune system is now being exposed to viruses and bacteria and different things that they weren't typically exposed to before in the home. And this is the, another example of their immune system becoming more robust. Now, again, I don't know how this is going to play out in the school system this year, especially for those that have uh, where there's going to be lots of masks and social distancing, but this is a tried and true method for building up our children's resiliency. So what happens if they get sick? What happens if as we move into the fall, this is typically, you know, I'm using air quotes here, you know, flu season. Uh, and I will just say that the flu is not a season. Fall is a season. Winter is a season. Flu is not a season, but it there is a correlation between the lack of sunlight and then of course in the in the fall and winter months we have more holidays where there's an increased consumption of typically less healthy foods we tend to there's halloween and we have lots of sugar and candies there then there's thanksgiving and of course there's you know the opportunity to overindulge in food and then christmas and the chocolates and all that and then you know moving into the New Year, February, there's Valentine's Day and all this stuff. So lots of opportunity for lots of processed foods and processed sugar to weaken a child's and an adult's immune system. So if your child does get sick, here's a couple of things that uh, we do and has been, I'll, I'll throw a couple of um, uh, studies in the show notes for you to look at as well. But if your child has a fever, let them have the fever. This is such a hard thing for any parent because you always want to throw your parenting cloak, your magical cloak around them and make them feel better. And you know, sometimes we think, well, if I give them an antipyretic, if I give them something that's going to bring down the fever, that's going to help them. And in fact, it's, it actually does the opposite. You know, fever is a part of the body's normal response to infection. And when we even think back all the way back to uh, Hippocrates, he, when he said, give me a fever and I can cure any disease, this is him saying that this is the robust 
natural response of our, in, of our immune system to be able to fight off infection. So obviously you want to be monitoring the fever. There are different types of fevers. There's like pathogenic fevers when you're starting to go north of 104 degrees uh, Fahrenheit where there may be some benefit or some use to bringing it down. But anything under 100, like 104 and under, my children get wet cloths to the forehead. There's popsicles um, that we make at home. There's natural ways to give them more comfort. But what we want is we want the fever to play out. When we artificially lower the core body temperature, the the response is usually that the invading pathogen is going to stay in the body longer and it is going to uh, be more severe because what happens is when your body is actually increasing its core body temperature, it is denaturing the proteins and it's slowing down the replication of the invading pathogen. So let them be hot. I am incredibly bullish on sauna as a therapy for recovery, heart health, and overall aging well. I personally decided on an infrared sauna from Sunlighten because of the range of far wavelengths and near infrared wavelengths that it offers. Saunas help with detoxification and rejuvenation to rid your body of toxins. It helps with heart health by improving circulation, reducing blood pressure, and helping keep the arteries supple. It helps with muscle recovery by easing the tension and soreness to recover faster. And of course, stress reduction with the warmth and the relaxation of sitting in a sauna it's crucial for hormonal balance and achieving a state of well-being necessary for a strong physique and a strong mind. If you visit sunlighten.com slash better and use code better to get a discount. That is sunlighten, S-U-N-L-I-G-H-T-E-N.com slash B-E-T-T-E-R and use code better at checkout. And we want to also prophylactically think about how we can be boosting up naturally your child's immunity. So we've talked about, you know, sort of lifestyle, right? So like getting dirty and outside play and touching and playing with other other kids and interacting with that. Uh, another thing I'll also say is avoiding antibacterial soaps. Like I said, in this Lysol world, and I don't mean to pick on Lysol, but any antiviral and antibacterial wipes and sprays and you know, we, the skin is one of the largest organs, as I mentioned, in the body. And when we are constantly killing all bacteria, because an antibacterial is all bacteria, it's not specific or selective to any one kind, now you are going to be uh, taking away, again, the immune system's ability to respond appropriately. So we want to be, you know, good old plain water and soap is good enough. So once they come in from outside and they're all dirty and mucky and they have the fingernails that are dirty and the hair that's all messed up, um, some good old, you know, water and, and soap. And even then, um, you know, and if you have a white couch, maybe it's going to be called for, but even then like not to over be over hand washing. So supplementation and food, like I said, health is really, is our immune systems are created in the kitchen. So these are some of the things that I'm doing with my kids right now. We're about three weeks or so out from starting school. So they are taking omega-3s every single day. And, and I personally take somewhere between two and three grams of omega-3s daily. They are taking about a gram. The other thing that I have them taking daily is some elderberry syrup. 
So elderberries have been uh, shown to also be uh, immunoprotective. So they boost up the activity of the immune system. And it's also really great if they do fall ill for them to be given some elderberry syrup a day. So I will put a link in the show notes for the one that I use. Uh, I usually do a daily uh, tablespoon for each of the boys. The other thing that we're starting to do as well is I'm giving them some colostrum. Now, colostrum, if uh, you remember from pregnancy, if you breastfed, is the first part of the milk. If you were when you were expelling your breast milk or breastfeeding, it's literally liquid gold, right? So, uh, colostrum, we have. I use a company called Oh goodness, what's it? It's like ancient. Ancient Nutrition or Ancient Nutraceutical. I forget the name off the top of my head. I'll put, I'll put the link in the show notes, but giving them uh, one to two capsules of that colostrum daily, just like oh, I just open up the capsule because they're not able to take the capsule yet and uh, either directly into their mouth uh, with some water to flush it down or I just stir it up in some water. So that's what we're doing in terms of supplementation. The other thing that I love, absolutely love is zinc for boosting your immunity. And typically the way that our family consumes zinc, I take it in a capsule, but for the kids, we give them uh, lozenges. So there's a couple of good um, products on the market. I um, I have an affinity for the Life Extension product because they have uh, zinc um, acetate, which is a better absorbed form of zinc uh, from what I can tell and what I can parse through the literature. So I really like that. Um, again, I'll put a link in the show notes for you. So they take zinc. And then in terms of foods, I give them, my kids, I'm very lucky. I've been giving them fermented food, foods forever. So they have tons of sauerkraut, pickles, uh, they drink the the broth like the you know the sauerkraut liquid that like the brine that the um, that the cabbage is is in. They will also drink the liquid as well. So pickles, yogurt. You can also do kimchi. There's so many different ways that you can be um, including fermented foods in their diet, which is really going to be great for their microbiome. And then the other thing that they are typically drinking, and I'm going to start this this week, is bone broth. So I make my own bone broth. So I will, if I've made a you know chicken dinner, I'll keep the carcass and that goes into the water and that's on the stovetop for two or three days. Uh, I'll throw in a bunch of carrots and celery and onions um, and mushrooms into the broth and I'll let it simmer for a while, strain it obviously. And then we either, I'll either add chicken pieces and some rice to it or they'll just drink it straight up. And again, this is going to be really rich in uh, uh, what's called gags and these, and it's going to be very, very well um, received by the epithelial cells in the, dig- the, the digestive tract. The epithelial cells, there's like a really quick turnover. They usually turn over like you know, every three days. And these uh, gags or these glycosaminoglycans are going to be act as precursors for uh, the epithelial cells. So really, really great for it. And of course, you're getting all the collagen and the marrow and all the nutrients from the bones um, as well. So we give them lots and lots of bone broth. And as a general rule, my kids tend to eat uh, what we eat. So I typically will follow, I cycle a ketogenic diet. So there will be some weeks where I will be, depending on where I am in my menstrual cycle, I have uh, a classic ketogenic protocol. And then other weeks, there's more protein. 
And generally my kids will follow that. So, so, you know, we will give them, you know, the steak or the chicken or the, uh, you know, whatever it is that we're making with the vegetables on the side because the way that we do keto um, is different than most people do in the industry, but it's very, there's lots and lots of plants. And we try to have foods that are in season and we try to have foods that are in line with our ancestry generally, right? So the boys are Greek and Portuguese and Lebanese. So we try to give them, they eat a very much a a Mediterranean uh, style diet. So those are my best tips for starting to work on your immune system for your children. The other thing actually I will mention with the mask wearing, like there's going to be... uh, I don't know how this is going to play out either, but uh, for the most part, what we're hearing, and this is pretty standard, whether you're in Canada or the US or in Europe, um, that, well, maybe not Europe, actually, this is more of a North American thing, um, that children that are going back over the age of two are going to be required to wear a mask. And without getting into the highly politicized mask debate and the science around it, If it is the case that your child is going to have to wear a mask to school, one of the things that you can do is you can soak that mask in essential oils. And that's going to be something, and I do this when I travel. So whenever we do an overseas, I mean, nothing happened this year, but in in a past life when we went to Europe for the summer or we went traveling anywhere, we would typically travel with a mask that I had soaked in either eucalyptus or peppermint or lemon. That makes like a really nice blend. Uh, Sometimes I'll do cinnamon or lavender. And these have all uh, been shown to really help open up the respiratory airway, um, help with their lavender has, oh my gosh, I can't even... I can't even with the amount of literature and data that lavender has, but it's anti-anxiety, helps calm down the nervous system, uh, is also involved in the immune response. So this might be nice to make an essential oil spray and spray the mask. And I would also consider diffusing uh, some of these essential oils in your children's bedroom at night as well, so that the you're purifying and cleansing the air as they're taking in the essential oil. They're also getting some of the benefits of the essential oil as well. Um, so those are those are my my comments on um, on the mask. If you are going to have to wear one, then maybe putting some amplifiers to the immune system in it, like spraying it with some essential oils. So I hope that you found this helpful and I hope that you will take some of these, maybe one or two of them in your child's immune system mm-hmm. protocol. And what we'll do next week is we can even talk about how we can improve the, as adults, how we can improve our um, immune system as well. I hope that this was useful for you and let me know in your reviews and your ratings what you're thinking of the podcast. See you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For those of you who want to continue on this week's Geeky Magic Carpet Ride with me, visit bettershow.co forward slash show notes. You'll find research, links, summary notes, musings that I prepared in preparation for the podcast. And I often throw in some of my best practices, bonuses, and links. All the juicy bits are in there for you. And now for the obligatory legal and medical disclaimer. 
This podcast is for general information only, and the advice recommendations we discuss do not replace medicine, chiropractic, or any other primary healthcare provider's advice, treatment, or care. In the consumption of this podcast, there is no doctor-patient relationship formed, and the use and implementation of the information discussed are at the sole discretion of the listener. The information and opinions shared on this podcast are not intended to be a substitute for primary care, diagnosis, or treatment. This episode is brought to you by yours truly, Dr. Stephanie Estima and Leverage. Leverage handles all production, creates the images that you see on my social media, and takes out all my awkward pauses. They are my secret magic bullet. You can visit them at getleverage.com forward slash better.